to another episode of The Provocative Podcast. All right, guys. Today's episode is going to be a What Would Jazzy Do episode. I haven't done one of these in a really long time. Um, these are the ones where you guys send in different topics for me to cover. Um, basically, anything you guys are going through in your life, and you ask me, what would I do in your shoes? And I love that it gets me a chance to see what issues everyone is kind of dealing with. Um, and it just gets me, it gets you guys to get to know me a little bit more, I guess, on what I would answer. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm on the spot, right? Cause it's like, fuck, if I say the wrong thing or if someone takes it the wrong way, they're going to think I'm a horrible person, but <laughs> it is what it is. All right. Let me give you guys an intro before we get into, um, all the submissions that I got. So I, oh my gosh, the biggest news and you guys are the first ones to know because it literally just happened like two hours ago. Guys, guys, I got a period. I got my period. I am so happy because if you guys know, like I haven't had my period because of all the competition stuff and my hormones have been out of whack. I haven't gotten my period since in like three months, since like September, October. So I literally like was shocked when I got it today. I really thought I wasn't gonna get it till next month. Crazy thing is, I got it on the day, like I looked at my app when I was having lunch earlier today because Chris is like, didn't you say you were supposed to start this week? And I'm like, wait, I think I was. And I looked on my app and I literally, cause my app keeps track, even though I didn't get my period of the last few months, it just kept track and like, it would assume like when I'm supposed to start. And um, I was supposed to start today. Isn't that crazy guys? So I'm happy that my body still somehow, even though it's been out of whack, still kept, kept track with everything. So I got my period today. I'm excited. I don't know how heavy it's going to be. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I'm just happy that I got some sort of blood movement because I feel like that's a big sign that my hormones are getting back on track. And overall, it's funny because I woke up this morning and I felt really good. Like I felt good about myself. Like my stomach looks slimmer, which is weird because when you're on your period, you're supposed to be a little bit more bloated. So maybe that's a bigger sign that after my period goes away in like three to four days, I'll be even slimmer. Um, but overall, I feel like my face is definitely deep, like gotten some, some gotten rid of some of the bloating. So I'm really happy about that, but I had to share it with you ladies. So if you're in your car listening to this, Let's throw a little mini party for me because I'm just so happy. I told Chris, I was like, I'm going to throw a period of party tonight because I'm just so happy. But yeah, guys, it's definitely been like, it's it definitely was exciting. Um, I did acupuncture yesterday and maybe that's why too, like the acupuncture is actually really helping. I'm going in there with a really positive mindset. And even though it's just a few needles and I just lay there with the needles in me, I definitely do think that it's helping. So I'm um, you know, really happy for that. And obviously I take all my, um, supplements that I'm, that I need to for my hormones. I take a bunch of little random pills and then I'm also taking glow from ghost. So that has uh dim in it, has like collagen, it has all these things that your body needs as a female. So that's what I take to help balance out my hormones. But overall really happy. So salute. I'm cheering you guys right now on camera with some energy drink. Hmm. <laughs> all right. Also, um, let's see, I'm trying to think, give you guys what else I did this week. Um, if I did anything interesting, I had back-to-back -back meetings, which is really good. Uh, Darkspell, Darksport drop is this Sunday. I've been wearing some of their new stuff that's dropping on my stories. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, to be raw and honest with you guys, um, I'm not at the level yet of confidence within myself to, um, wear a crop top or train in a sports bra. 
I know you guys are probably going to be like, what the hell's wrong with you? But I'm just not like, I don't feel comfortable yet. I don't feel today. I actually did wake up feeling a little bit like my old self. Like I said, I'm not expecting to be ripped or anything like that. I'm not looking for that, you know, ripped look. It's just, I just want to feel like slimmer for my stomach. Uh, my proportions to be a little bit like they used to be. And right now I just feel like I'm not in that point. Um, and you know, my friends have been really supportive. Chris has been really supportive. And, um, so I, I haven't really done a try on haul or like posted in me in a sports bra because I'm just not comfortable with myself yet. And that's just being raw and honest with you guys. So I will, um, but if you guys have any questions about bra sizing and stuff like that, please let me know. I've kept everything the same. I'm a small and everything for my oversized tees. I wear a large. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much any, like as far as sizing goes, I, I've kept everything the same and everything fits me really, really good. Um, you guys definitely need anything of their fucking seamless collection is just fire. It literally is just so nice. I love it. That's all I'm ever wearing is seamless from them. So, um, yeah, highly recommend that you guys get some. And of course use, use code jazzy 10 at checkout. Cause it gives you guys, um, a discount it gives you guys 10% and it shows the team that you guys support me. Um, so that's this upcoming Sunday and then next Thursday, I believe we're launching next Thursday. No Evil will be uh, restocking the Guardian bracelet and new earrings so to go with the bracelets. They're beautiful. Um, they're gold, black, and silver. So we're launching all three colors. So these always sell out. So make sure you guys are ready for this launch because they're beautiful pieces to wear um, going out. You can definitely wear them to go into the gym and stuff because the bracelets, you know, it's one of those things where you have to... Um, uh, screw in and screw out. So they're a little bit harder to take, like take off daily, but, um, yeah, you can wear them every day or you can take, just wear them on special occasions, but I'm really excited. Well, we're going to start promoting them this weekend. So stay tuned for that on my page. And also you guys can follow no evil label, um, on Instagram to see all the cool photos that me and Chris took. So that's pretty much it. I got blood work. My family came into town really quick last night. I was in the hospital with my mom because she has, um, chronic UTIs and we just finally I think have come to a realization there that they're chronic UTIs I specifically went with her because as you guys know she lives in Georgia and she's been uh, going to the hospital a lot because of them but I was concerned that maybe her kidney was failing or she was having some sort of issues and now that I got to be the one to take her to the hospital and ask and ask the doctor all sorts of questions and do my own research we're happy that she's actually really good, like healthy, healthy wise, as far as kidneys and things go, there's nothing like harmful. I was scared that, you know, you all, you hear all these crazy stories about cancer and stuff like that. So she's good. She just has chronic UTIs. So I told her to try natural things like, um, celery juice cause celery juice changed my life. Um, and I also was looking into Eucoria. I don't, I haven't tried it, but if you guys have tried Eucoria or if you guys used to have chronic UTIs and have any tips, please send them my way so that I can help my mom out. So spent the afternoon with her, um, the night with her in the hospital and then got back home late, had blood, uh, test done on me this morning, which I'm really happy because now I got my period and we got blood work done today. So we're going to wait for those results. And of course I'll share them with you guys and hopefully everything comes back normal. And if not, then we can see what's wrong specifically in my body and, take the supplement needed for that. So it's always good to get blood work done because especially if you feel like you haven't lost weight or you're going through something because, um, you know, it, the regular blood panel that they take 
at the doctor just for your regular checkup isn't enough. I do like a whole hormone panel, like a woman's, you can look it up, um, panel to make sure like my estrogen levels are good, my progesterone, how it's affected and my testosterone and all that stuff. So um, I'm really excited to get my results back so we can take a look at everything and also my metabolism, you know, is it working correctly? So really excited for that. One thing I will share is that this morning, um, when I do this one, they do ask for your height and your weight. And I have not weighed myself. And so she made me step on the scale. Cause she asked me first, she's like, do you know how much you weigh? And I was like, no, I don't know. She's like, okay, let's go weigh you. And she, it was like a screen. So I closed my eyes and usually they'll tell you. And I was like, don't tell me. I'm like, don't tell me. I want to know, excuse me. I want to know, but I don't want to know. I was like, I woke up feeling so good about myself. The last thing I want is to a number on a scale to fucking ruin my mood right now. So I'll weigh myself, I think closer to February, March, but right now I'm doing good without knowing what that number on the scale is. So I'm proud of myself for, it was hard because then she asked me to sign this, the sheet that she took the measurement on and it was on there. And I was like, don't look, don't look. And although I wanted to look, I'm proud of myself that I didn't. And I didn't allow that to ruin my day. So Anyways, a little intro for you ladies on my live, catching you guys up. I, um, let me see, um, I wanted to share anything like good shows that we watched or anything. Oh, movie. The menu is really good. I gave it a, probably a nine out of 10, eight and a half, nine. Chris, what do you give it? An eight, eight seven, half. seven, half, eight. It was good. Uh, it was good. Uh, we watched it with friends last week and I liked it. I'm currently watching Gina and Georgia. Um, I'm all almost done. I'm like in the last episode. I like that show personally. It's pretty good. Um, and Chris and I are just watching the mini project. We've never watched it. And I actually really like it. And Shit's Creek. If you haven't watched Shit's Creek, guys, it's fucking hilarious. Okay. I love it. They're, they're all just characters to listen to. It's just so funny. And the way that they talk, like Alexis, she's just my favorite, even though she's like, the way she talks sometimes is a little annoying, but she's she grows on you. She grows on you. But those are our shows. Just sharing some of that with you guys. And that's pretty much it. Um, haven't started reading any new books. I did get one in the mail. I don't know what it, I literally just got it last Friday. So I don't remember the title of it, but I'll share it with you guys once I start reading it. All right. Let's get into what would Jazzy do? Okay. I screenshotted some of these from Instagram. So let's get straight to it. All right, how to deal with stubborn cellulite when not stage lean. And as always, I'm gonna keep these anonymous because I feel like, you know, you guys want me to keep them anonymous. So how to deal with stubborn cellulite when not stage lean. I will say this was one of my hardest things dealing with cellulite. Um, I hated it, like, especially before this prep, I hated it. I was always like, oh my God, like, I hate it. Why do I have these dimples? I work out so much and I think like, because you work out so much, you expect yourself not to have them. And you think others expect that from you. And sometimes they do, you know, I've gotten comments where they're like, wow, she works out like so much. And she still has that. Like I've gotten one or two comments like that. And it's like, well, I'm sorry, bitch. What do you want me to do? You want me to cut it off? Like, what do you, you don't think that I wish I didn't have this cellulite? Yeah. I wish I didn't have it. But one thing that I've realized the older I've gotten, the easier it has been to accept it. And then after this prep guys, I'm just, I literally, during prep, I was like, give me the cellulite back. Like, I'll do anything for the cellulite back because I hated how lean my legs got. I knew I needed to get that lean for stage, which I was happy about. But walking around that lean and walking around with no cellulite and no butt, I would take the butt and cellulite 
any day of the week, girlfriend. And you should too, okay? Because it is not cute walking around with no ass and you know, no cellulite. It's not cute. It's like, you don't feel like I did not feel womanly. I didn't feel sexy. And now, yeah, I have cellulite. Do I wish I didn't have it? Absolutely. I wish I didn't have it, but I do. And I honestly, it's just what every guy says. I think we make it a bigger thing than it actually is because I mean, I actually like it when I see girls, normal girls with cellulite wearing shorts. Like, I think it's a great thing. It makes me feel good about myself, makes me feel more comfortable. And I don't think I've ever heard a guy say, oh my God, that's nasty ever unless to be honest like unless you're like just you just are very very obese or something like that then I think that's when men probably see it a little bit more as of a problem but I've never ever seen a guy at the gym be like oh my god her butt's gross ever okay or even like in person so I just I think we make it a bigger deal embrace that cellulite girlfriend and I promise you like I'm telling you after prep this time I was like I will take my cellulite and I have my cellulite back by the way for those who are wondering I have it I literally just recorded a video last week um literally Monday my video from Monday me doing glutes I have cellulite and it's I'm like you know what I'm just gonna fucking embrace it I'm not gonna try making myself feel bad about it anymore because it's there I can't I can't do anything about it so embrace it all right um next question noticing my friends are slipping into unhealthy lifestyle habits and addicted to RX drugs. I put this one because I can't imagine what you're going through as a friend. I don't know what advice I could give you except to just be there for them and make sure that they're okay, right? It's not about you. It's not about how you feel. It's not about, you know, oh my God, I'm losing my friend. Don't, you can't be selfish right now and think about you and how it's affecting you and how it's affecting the friendship. This is your time to be selfless and just make sure that they're okay because they're probably going through something deeper than what you think they are going through for them to be doing this stuff. So I would just say, be there for them, like get them out of their normal routine because something in their lifestyle is triggering them to do that. So maybe, actually sitting with them and finding the core reason as to why or maybe like it's because you guys are parting all the time so maybe stop parting so much and ask that person hey how about we go and watch a movie this weekend instead or how about we come and do this at my house or my apartment or whatever get that person out of like social events like that that may be triggering them as well um because that could be an issue so all i'm saying is it's hard i can't imagine thankfully I haven't had to, I haven't had anyone in my life like that, but you know, having friends and family who have dealt with that, it's hard. I know it takes a toll on that person, but all you can do is be there for them. And at the end of the day, that person's going to have to decide whether they want to stop or not. You can't make them right. So that's my biggest advice for you. All right. If you're in a relationship with a great man, but feel that you're too young to settle down. All right, my first question to you is how old are you? Like, are you 19, 20 and you're too like scared to settle down? Because yeah, I will agree. You're probably really young to settle down. But I will say this. I think that when you know, you know, and don't think, like if you have met the person that you think you want to spend the rest of your life with, you just have to make sure that when I, well, okay, let me, let me start all over because my thoughts are all jambled. What I'm trying to say is you think that you're too young to settle down, right? 
why you have to ask yourself why you think that is it from a personal level like you personally think you're too young to settle down because you feel like you're missing out on things or is it because other people are telling you that you're too young to settle down right because there's a difference right there's society telling you oh no you're too young to settle down and there's what you believe if you believe that you're still too young to settle down because you feel like you have not experienced life to the fullest then please do not settle down but if you feel like you've experienced what you need to experience, then I don't see anything wrong with you settling down. I will say that, you know, we change all the time. I got married really young. I'm not the same person I was when I was when I first got married. And thankfully, Chris and I have grown together. Um, but I don't regret marrying at that age. I really, really don't. I've learned so much. And I married really young, as you guys know, but I also was with Chris since I was 15. I didn't have any experiences. And there was a point in my 20s when I felt like I was missing out or I had missed out. Um, but I had to have a reality check with myself and being like, okay, like, what do I feel like I'm missing out of? Is it more sex? Is it the partying? Like, you have to ask yourself what you feel like you're missing out on. If you feel like you haven't lived a lot enough, you feel like you still want to go out more, you feel like you haven't had enough sexual partners in your life, which is fine, okay? Or you have an XYZ. If you feel like you haven't experienced life, then you are entitled to feel that way and you should go and explore more and do the things that you want to do. But do it because you want to, not because what society is telling you what to do. So I will say just dig deep and find out why you feel the way that you feel. And if you feel like, even if you found the greatest man ever, if you still don't, if you still feel like you're missing out, you're going to take that with you for years to come. I promise until you feel like, okay, I'm not missing out and I didn't miss out on anything, then you should settle down because right now you may be happy with this person and you may be thinking, okay, I love him enough for this, but do you really, you have to be okay because if not this problem a year, two years down the road when you guys have a fight and you it's fucking extremely hard, you can't, you're gonna think to yourself, damn, did I miss out? Did I make a mistake? You have to be be okay with realizing that you chose that and that you were willing to give up everything for this person, right? So you just have to ask yourself that question. And it's a hard question. So just take some time. No one is, you know, no one's forcing you. I hope no one's forcing you to settle down really quick. Um, and you know, take some time for yourself to figure that out. Okay. If you've known a guy for a while and have feelings for him, and I think I might. F okay. If you've known a guy for a while and have feelings for him and think they might feel the same, girl, go for it. I put this one down because I was like, you, life is too short not to go for it. If he doesn't have a girlfriend, if he doesn't have, he's not in a relationship, why not go for it? If you think you have feelings and you think he has go feelings, make the first move. There's nothing wrong with that. Ask him out on a date. Like I'm the type of person that I, I'd be like, do you like me? <laughs> like in a text, do you like me? Question mark. I'm just like forward like that. I just think life's too short to miss out on opportunities or to not just do what your gut is telling you to do. Like, how can you live? Like, what if all this time you both like each other and you guys are just wasting time? Like instead you could be spending a time together. Just go for it. And the, the worst that can happen is he doesn't like you, right? He doesn't like you. So what? You know, at least, you know, now, rather than a month, two months, three months from now, when you still keep catching more feelings for this person. So I think it's better to know than not know. All right. Would you rather be stuck on an island for all eternity on all on your own or with someone you hate? I think with someone I hate. I just depend on the person I hated. 
But I think with the person I hated, because I would hate to be on a line on on an island all alone in my own thoughts and not be able to have someone to communicate with, regardless if you hate that person or not. Because what you hate that person for now could change, especially if you're like on an island by yourself, you're gonna find things that you like about a person, right? Or whether it's a guy or a girl, right? And it's nice to have someone to talk to and you might find out things about that person that you didn't like that you didn't know before and could change your mind. So I think I would rather be stuck on an island with someone I hate than be stuck on an island all by myself. And you also don't know what traits they know. So hopefully they're smarter, smarter than me. <laughs> all right, next question. I'm moving to a new city in a whole new state. Should I try looking for a sugar daddy? If looking for a sugar daddy is your thing, then, I mean, I don't see why not, but are you trying to say like you, you're moving to a new city and this is your first time looking for a sugar daddy? Because I can't give you advice on that. I don't know. Okay. I don't know how this sugar daddy thing works. I really don't. Um, you know, I've heard on other podcasts that, you know, some sugar daddies are great. Some are not. Um, so I don't know how it works, but if you feel like, okay, I want to have a sugar daddy, then have a sugar daddy. But I will say this, be careful. Always be careful when you girls, if you guys are taking the sugar daddy route, because you just never know. So please be careful. Have your location on text a friend. Hey, I'm meeting with this person at this time, at this place. Um, just in case you don't hear back from me by this time, you know, be careful, be check, have someone to check in with because girls like right now, there's all these crazy stories. Like my sister was just telling me about this crazy story that happened like in Georgia where a girl was like all upset because someone in her family had just passed away, went to this guy's house that she had just met. And he literally like chopped her up in little pieces and put her in a bag guys. Like it is horrible. And I'm not saying like, I don't, who want you girls to be scared, you know, but we just never know. And so just be careful. That's all I'm saying. Always be in a public space if you can, um, you know, be careful when you're going back to these people's houses because you just never know. And like I said, make sure you have a buddy that you can tell them, hey, I'm going to be this place. Here's my location. If you don't hear back from me at this point, um, please call me or whatever it may be because you just never know. Um, but I don't see anything wrong with that. All right. Next question. What do you do on days when you're feeling really insecure about how your body looks in the mirror? I think we all have those days. Um, I try not to, personally, I try not to look at myself in the mirror when I'm having a low day. Uh, like recently, as you guys know, I've been dealing with a little bit of body dysmorphia. Um, and I think we all deal with it at some point. I just try, if I'm feeling like I'm having a bad self-image day, I don't stare at myself in the mirror, right? Because I know that if I stare at myself in the mirror, all I'm gonna do is pick myself apart and talk very negatively about myself, right? So I try not to. I'm like, okay, I don't like the way I look. It's okay, things are gonna get better. I'm working towards things getting better, right? Because I know that, right? And sometimes it's a good reality check. If you're not liking the way that you look, it could be a reality check in the sense of, hey, you don't like the way that you look, but are you doing what you need to do in order to get better? 
Or do you, are you having McDonald's every night for lunch, for dinner or for lunch? Are you having soda? Are you having a lot of cheese and dairy products? Like it's a good way to kind of self-check yourself, but it's also like, it could be harmful for you if you're just standing in front of a mirror and tearing yourself apart. So what I like to do is if I'm having a bad self-image day, I look at myself, I'm just, I'm like, okay, it is what it is. I don't feel great, but I know I'm working towards getting better. And then I'll put my shirt back on um, or I'll, when I go to shower, I just won't look at myself for the rest of the day. Um, but I typically look at myself the most when I first wake up because that's when I feel the best. Also, I'm not gonna look at myself in the mirror at night after I literally just ate like a bowl of pasta or even like a grilled chicken sandwich because you're bloated. You're bloating for the salts. You're bloated from things that you eat. We all bloat as humans, okay? We don't all look the way we look when we first wake up in the morning. So I'm not gonna look at myself in the mirror when I'm all bloated. Like, please don't do that, right? You're gonna do more harm to yourself than good. But I like to look at myself in the mirror when I first wake up in the morning because it, like, I can sense, okay, like, did I wake up flat? Yes. Why? Because I ate healthy the day before. Sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I feel like shit. And I'm like, okay, I should not have had that ice cream last night. This is a reminder of why I don't eat ice cream often, right? So it kind of reminds you of to stay away bad, oh, to stay away from the bad foods because why? Because they make you feel like shit and to eat healthier. So we all have those, those bad days. I'll just say, don't stop in the mirror to just criticize yourself. All right, I have a great life, but I find myself being jealous of my friends and I don't wanna be like that. You know, I think this is such a good thing because I think we all feel jealous at some point in our life. And I know personally, I have felt jealous. And I remember last year, there was a point where I was feeling really jealous over a person. And I had not felt that way in a really long time. And I told, I literally had a serious conversation with Chris about it. And I was like, hey, I'm feeling really jealous about this person and I hate it. I'm like, I hate the way that I feel right now. And I feel like I have to let it out. I have to tell you because this is not the person that I want to be. And he was really good at like just hearing me talk through it and asking me why. Okay, like, why are you feeling this way? And then he like would point out things as that would help me as to, I don't want to share too much because it'll kind of give it away of who I was. I don't think it'll give it away, but I don't want to share. It's my, you know, my personal stuff, but he was really good at just talking me through it and asking me, asking me questions to, to be like, okay, why? Okay. What are you doing? And in order to be more successful, what are you doing? Cause mine was all about success. I was jealous that my success wasn't growing as fast as their success. And with my job, it can be hard guys because we literally compare ourselves to everyone else around us. And if we're not growing as fast as them, or we don't think we're growing as fast as them, we feel less than, we feel of less value, right? Even though it has nothing to do with us, it just has to do with their own journey. It's easily to fall into the jealousy trap. So it's normal to go through jealousy seasons like that. But as long as you don't let that overtake you. And the good thing is that you're realizing that so you can change your mindset. And instead of focusing on them, focus on your growth. Everyone has their own journey. Everyone has a different path. Some people grow faster than others and that's okay. But there's a reason why you're not growing as fast as them, right? Maybe there's more things in your life that you have to learn. Maybe the time isn't right for you right now. Maybe you haven't learned the lessons that you need to learn in, in order to take on the next, the next challenge. That is the best way that I have taken everything is that, um, if I, 
things have not worked out the way that I wanted them to work out, it's because I truly believe that I'm not prepared for them. And everything that is happening in my life right now is preparing me for that. It's going to happen. My success, my successes are going to happen, but I'm not ready for them yet. Right. Because I may not be prepared and financially, I might not be prepared spiritually or mentally, but I will get there. It's just I have to go through a little bit more things in my life in order to prepare myself for that. So that's the way I look at things. And it's completely normal to feel jealous. Just don't stay in that jealous state because that's where things become hateful. Um, and you'll just be negative. I honestly, I know so many people who, you know, are, are jealous and they stay in that mindset. To be honest, that makes them ugly. Like you don't want to be around them and it's just not a, it's not a good trait. So I'm happy that you're noticing this trait, but you got to change it, babe. And you got to start focusing on yourself and the things that you can do, um, that will help you get out of that jealous state. I don't know exactly what you're jealous of. Um, if it's successes or whatever it is, but do what you got to do to change that. All right, next. Slept with a dude who didn't tell me he had a girlfriend. Tell the girlfriend or take it to the grave. What would Jazzy do? Take that shit to the grave, baby girl. I don't think I would tell the girlfriend. I would literally cut off all the ties with the dude. And I've just had so many experiences or know so many people that have told the girlfriend and the girlfriend doesn't do anything. And then they're just stuck in this, in this, relationship with this person and now they're her and yes do I think the girlfriend deserves to know yeah but he should be the one to tell her I don't think that you should get involved I don't see you in the wrong if you absolutely didn't know like if you didn't know he had a girlfriend and you slept with him and it was like a one-night stand and then you found out he has a girlfriend shit like you're not the the bad person he here he is but if you knew ahead of time then yeah that kind of makes you a bad person but well not a bad person it just that's shitty. Okay. It's shitty. <laughs> um, but if you didn't know, and then you find out later on, just let it go. Just don't entertain that dude anymore because now, you know, he's a shitty dude. But personally, I wouldn't just like reach out to the girlfriend and be like, Hey man, I slept with your boyfriend. Cause I just, I don't know. Uh, and I know everyone has different scenarios. That's what I'm saying. Everyone would do things differently, but you guys are asking me what I would do. And that's what I would do. At least I think what I would do. I don't know until I'm in there. All right. Jazz, please talk about how you got yourself to have a healthy relationship with food. All right, babe. I am actually wanting to do a full podcast episode on this topic because there's so much to cover on this topic. And to be raw and honest with you guys, I had the best relationship with food before I competed. And you guys know that. And I literally praised about it on here so much. And then I think after the after my show, I did have some issues with food again and I cried about it and I was really upset about it. And, uh, I'm finally, it's been a month after my show. Um, it feels so much longer, but it's only been a month after my show. And I'm just now, I think last week finally had felt like my normal self. I will say, thankfully, I don't think I binged, but I did eat a lot for the first two weeks after my show. And I ate to the point where my stomach would literally hurt after every meal because I don't think it was, I wasn't chasing that feeling. I was chasing the feeling full, but the feeling full wouldn't come until literally 30 minutes after I ate and it was already too late. I had already eaten all that food. 
And that's just part of fucking after competing your body's just, it takes a while to signal to your, your brain to signal to your stomach, like, Hey, I'm full. Uh, but I'm just now having a, a better relationship with food and finding myself not to be anxious around food so much, but it takes time. And I think just, you know, the years of me f- building healthy habits has definitely helped, but I'm going to do a whole topic about this because having issues with food is such a big thing and people sometimes act like it's not and it really is it's and to give you guys an example um out of all the addictions probably binge eating is one of the worst that you can do that you can have right because if you are addicted to cocaine what do they tell you stay away from cocaine if you're addicted to alcohol what do they tell you go to AA meetings stay away from alcohol don't go to social gatherings until you feel like you can control yourself. Don't uh, go to like bars, right? Until you can control yourself or don't go at all, right? You stay away from these things. You don't need alcohol to survive. You don't need crack to survive. You don't need weed to survive, but you need food to survive. You have to have food to survive. And so when it comes to binge eating issues, you have to tell someone, hey, you have to eat because you have to survive, but you have to stay away from xyz you have to stay away from all these foods so it makes it so much harder on someone who has an eating disorder like you don't tell an alcoholic hey you can't drink tequila but you can drink vodka right no because they would still be an alcoholic they would still have issues around alcohol so it's the same with people who have binge eating issues you tell them hey you can have chicken and you can have protein you can have rice but you can't have a lot of pasta and you can't have a lot of bread and you can't have a lot of like Imagine how that mentally fucks up a person. It really messes up a person. So I really want to um, dig dig deep into this. I actually want to bring on a guest who's dealt with this before so that they can share their knowledge with you girls because uh, we all have a a little bit of some issue around food sometimes and it's hard. So I, I know it's hard. It's probably hard for you, babe. It's hard for me. Like I said, I have been at this for years and I still struggled with it literally last two weeks ago and I cried about it. And so it's hard, but I do want to have someone on here so we can, you know, I can share more with you guys and help you guys as much as I can when it comes to um, food related issues. So I promise I'll get someone on here. All right. Recently got let go of my job and looking to jump career change, either into personal training or massage uh, therapist. And she's like, she doesn't know why she's nervous because everyone around her already has uh, a set life. And yeah, I will say that it's never too late to start something and don't be scared just because everyone else has a set career and you don't, if you have to start all over, you start all over. That is a great chance for you to learn something new and to find a new path. It is so it's scary, but it's so exciting. So I will say every, the energy you put out into the world will always come back to you. I 100% believe that. So go into this new change thinking, hell yeah, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to love it. It's going to be a passion of mine. And if it isn't, it's okay. I'll try something else. Like you have to stay positive. Remember that you're never too old to start something new and it's okay to fail, right? If you don't like it, so what? Who cares what anyone else says? If you don't finish it or do whatever, just follow your own path, be be happy about it. And I promise you'll either love it or you'll hate it and you'll start something new that you were meant to do. So 
don't put such a don't put so much pressure on yourself based on what everyone else is doing or because everyone is in, set, in their set career per se, because some people are in their set career and they hate their careers, right? So how exciting is it that you get to start something new, right? Not a lot of people have the guts to start something new. So consider yourself lucky. That's all I gotta say. All right. Okay. We're almost done guys, because this is a lot. All right, what do you do if your man checks out another woman in front of you? <laughs> I had this question, I think like a few months ago and I like responded by saying slap him in the face and people were so upset because they were like domestic abuse. I'm like, oh my God. Guys, I didn't necessarily mean slap him in the face, right? But that is very disrespectful. Obviously, if a girl's pretty, he's gonna look, right? It's okay to look, but checking out a girl is so just like in front of you is very disrespectful. I will say that. Um, I would personally do the same. Like if he's gonna check out a girl in front of you and he's like, you can actually see him checking out a girl, whether or not the guy is hot or not, I would literally make a fucking scene and be like, oh my God, in front of my guy. I'd be like, oh my God. And like stare at him and probably bite my lip. I would literally embarrass the guy that I'm with because I want to be treated with the same respect. I want to be treated with the same respect that I give him, that my significant other. And if my significant other is going to disrespect me, then I'm going to disrespect that person. And I don't want to be with that person anymore. Thankfully, that's never happened to me. I've said that before. Like, I have never caught Chris checking out a girl in front of me. Has he checked out girls? Probably so, yes. Not probably, yes, he has. But have they? has it been to the point where I noticed? Thankfully, no, it's never happened. Knock on wood, have enough doesn't happen here anytime soon. Um, but what I would do is I would do the same. I would disrespect him in person so he can see what it feels like. And if he gets pissed off, you break up with him. You break up with him. You gotta call the shots in this relationship, not him. Especially if he's the one disrespecting you. You can't let them get away with doing shit like that because they'll keep getting away with more shit. And I just, uh, my thing is all about respect, girlfriend. And being in a marriage, you have to respect each other. That's the number one key to hold any relationship besides communication is respect. You gotta respect your significant other. So that's what I would do. All right, what would you do if you found a condom in your man's wallet? You guys have been dating forever and you don't use condoms. This is a little sus, okay? Like how old is this condom? Like has he not had, has he, have you just found this condom recently? Like have you looked in his wallet before and he didn't have it and then he had it? Because if he recently had it, then yeah, girl, this is definitely sus. I would definitely be on some private investigation shit and be following him around <laughs> or something to see what he's up to because it is a little sketch. If he goes from not having any condoms in his wallet and you guys obviously not using any condoms to him having a condom in his wallet. Yeah, that's a little weird. And that guy's a dumbass. I'm sorry, but he's your boyfriend. But if he is cheating on you, like, why would he keep the condom in his wallet? Like, why wouldn't he? It's not like, this is what I'm saying. Like, why wouldn't he just go buy one condom at the gas station before his hookup and then throw that condom wrapper away? Why would he keep it in his wallet? So I will say this, girlfriend, it is sus and... I didn't mean to call your boyfriend a dumbass, but you know, I really hope to God he isn't cheating on you. And I would do some private investigation shit and see what he's up to because it sounds kind of sus to me. All right. 
been hooking up with a guy. I caught feelings and so did he, but he has a girlfriend of 10 years. What would Jazzy do? Girl, first of all, no judgment, but your karma ain't looking good. Okay. If you knew he has a girlfriend of 10 years and you're still with this man, oh, honey, honey, I believe in karma and that karma is not going to be good. You are going to suffer. I'm sorry to tell you this, but you are. And what makes you think that he will not do the same to you? Do you think that you're any different from the girl that he's been with for 10 years? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You're not. And if he did it to someone he's been with for 10 years, what makes you think he won't do it to someone like you? You're not special. And I don't mean that because I don't think you're a special woman because you are. I just don't think you're special to him. And the fact that he's still doing this, to his, like, how does he go home? Have you thought about that? How does he go home to his girlfriend from 10 years? How do you think she feels? Like, and I'm not saying this to make you feel bad. I'm like, I just need you to wake up. Like have a, re this is a, your reality check because girl, that is not okay. And you would, I would hate for that to happen to you, to anyone, right? Like it's, it's not a good situation. I would truly cut it off, like cut it off before you fall in love with him. Or if you've fallen in love with him, you got to give him an ultimatum and either break it and you want to be with him, tell him to break it off with his significant other and y'all be together. But the longer you guys keep this, the, the more hectic it's going to be, the crazier it's going to be. And the harder it's going to get, to be honest, more feelings are going to be involved and it's just not going to, it's going to be messy. So I would suggest that you cut off ties and that you pray through the universe that your karma is not bad because yeah, it's, yeah, that's all I got to say. All right. This one, I think is going to be my last one. I have some newer friends, one coupled, married, one dating. Both males in the relationship aren't faithful. They both have been, they both messaged me and made passes. I'm also married. What would you do? Honey, you're married. Tell your husband because when your husband finds out, and trust me, he will find out at some point, he will be so disappointed that you did not come up to him and tell him what was happening behind his back. Because that is some shady ass shit. Shady ass shit. And to let your man believe that these men are great guys and have these conversations and get togethers while they're making passes of you, girl, that is dirty. And I will say my biggest thing is not the cheating is don't make me look stupid. And right now, if you don't tell him, you're making him look stupid. Was it one message that was kind of flirty? Okay, delete it. It's fine. Like if it, if it was like, oh, you look good or something, a reply, delete it and ignore it, whatever. But if this person, if these guys are actually making you hard passes on you and like messaging you and shit, your husband, your husband deserves to know. I'm not saying go tell their wives, whatever. I'm saying go tell your husband and he can handle it the way that he wants to handle it. But don't let your husband look stupid because those, those men will never respect your husband again. And especially if you 
continue conversations with them, they'll never respect you. And the girlfriends will, and the girlfriend and the wife will find out. I promise you they'll find out because they'll probably do this private investigator shit at some point and go through their phones and they find out now you're the hoe. Now you're the hoe. Don't let, don't let yourself be that person. Don't let that yourself be that person and be that woman. No, you call the shots because you're not the one that did anything wrong. Tell your husband so he can shut it down and now the wives can handle it and it's not on you, right? Because if they find out they're going to hate you and you haven't even done shit. So that's all I'm going to say with that situation. All right, guys, that's all. What would Jazzy do? I'm going to take a little, a little sip of my pre-workout. Not my pre-workout, my energy drink. I got to get ready for the gym. We leave in 30 minutes. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It gives you guys a little bit more insight on my life. You guys like a lot of this relationship stuff. Um, I'm just honest and truthful with you guys, and I hope you guys don't take it the wrong way. But um, as you guys know, if you, you follow me and you like me, it's because I believe in manifestation. I believe in karma. So do the right fucking thing, even when it's hard. We all make mistakes, though. I promise I've made my own mistakes as well. Um, but if I believe in anything is karma, especially growing up when I would fuck up, damn it, I knew I was going to get it back. And damn it, did I get it back. Okay, so that's what I believe. Everyone believes what they want to believe. But yeah, guys, feeling better. Thank you guys so much for being so supportive with the podcast. Again, don't forget to share it on your platform. Share it with a friend. Leave a review so we can keep growing the podcast page. And of course, if there's anyone you guys want me to have as a guest, please DM me and let me know. I'm more than happy to bring them on as a guest. All right, guys. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Love you. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,